This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as uh, simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. From McGurk's on trade deadline day, nine hours to go. Phil still haven't done anything, but we're hoping and I think frankly expecting that they will. As we broadcast from McGurk's on this trade deadline day, the entire show brought to us uh, by uh, Clear Rum, available at Citizens Bank Park during all Phillies games and also right here at McGurk's. All right, we roll till 10. Station rolls till 6 o'clock tonight here. And uh, Joe Giglio, of course, will be taking over along with you from 10 to 2 today. And uh, Giglio already in the house. Big baseball fan. And uh, joins us right now for uh, his perspective. He'll be with us this hour. Joe, good morning, buddy. Good morning, guys. How we doing? So first off, congrats on all the success with the Midday Show. I, I will say on behalf of me, John, and James, who, of course, loved you know, hosting that show. We're so happy for you and Hugh because the show sounds great. Well, thank how do, you. How do you feel about it? Uh, it feels great. Um, I said it from the first few weeks Hugh and I worked together. It didn't feel like it was a brand new show, which, which, uh, which made me feel good. So, yeah, I'm, uh, we're enjoying it. And... Uh, we're excited for today. You're poaching all of our old callers. Of you, course. You know, all, all the people that can only call in the midday and only listen in the midday. And It is fun getting to know a new audience. I mean, you guys are getting to know the <laughs> sure. same thing. What about getting to know Hugh? Do you find oh, yourselves yeah. sort of melding into one another, that you're almost the same person now because you become so, one. so much time together? Well, Hugh says that I can Because spe- that's what happened with me and yeah, Joe. I can speak Hugh now. <laughs> like when he says things, and no, one, no one really knows what he's talking about. Like, oh, yeah, I know who you're talking about. Yeah. It happens. It you happens can naturally. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I love it. Well, the show sounds great, so congrats, for real. Um, what do you want to see the Phils do today? What do you expect them to do? Well, I want to bat. I mean, I think they need a significant bat. I, I know the, the best hitters probably aren't getting moves, right? The whole Bellinger-Soto thing. Those teams, are they're, they're still in it, so I, I don't think anything significant like that. But they, whoever the best power hitter they can get today, they, they guys, they need it. I, I just don't think this offense is good enough uh, as it is presently constructed. So I, I need them to get a bat by 6 o'clock today. And as far as what I think, I think they'll get a bat, maybe not as good as one I want, but I think they'll get a bat. And, and I also think they need a relief pitcher. I, I look at this bullpen, and I say it's been really good for them, but I'm afraid they're going to leak oil. Kimbrell has worn out, of, you know, run out of gas down the stretch of seasons lately in his career, and Alvarado has been up and down with injuries. Yeah. Sir Anthony looks nothing like last year. So I, I want another relief pitcher and, and certainly a, a guy that could hit for some power. So we're coming back to the phone lines in just a moment. A couple questions here for Joe and then right to the phones at 215-592-9494. So, Joe, uh, Ben had an uh, interesting phraseology. Ben, would you lay that on again? Addition by what? Addition by production. <laughs> it's a great line. It's I mean, a great it's perfect line, for today. Yeah. Yeah. It really is. Because there's a number of dudes that obviously could play better. All right, so, Joe, let's drill down on this. Of all the players that have struggled to varying extent, but struggled, and I would include Bryce Harper's power 
in that. Trey, obviously, Castellanos lately. Schwarber's batting average. Um, JT. Of all of that, or perhaps more, who do you have the most confidence that they'll, you know, turn it around? And who do you have the least confidence? Yeah, I have the most confidence in Bryce. Uh, look, I don't know if the power is coming back this year. We've seen this before. Guys that have Tommy John, especially. I don't. I, I don't have confidence in Bryce for the power. So, and that, that could take a full year. I mean, it could. Especially, I've noticed it over the years. Uh, guys that have the Tommy John on the lead arm, right? Bryce is a right-handed thrower, left-handed swinger. It's like that extension arm. For some reason, the power does come back. Otani had it, right? Otani yep. obviously hits left-handed, throws right-handed. He only hit, like, seven home runs in the pandemic season, hit 18 the next year, and then since then he's been, you know, 50 home run kind of guy per season. So I'm not sure if it's coming back. But I, I do have confidence Bryce will keep hitting the ball well. Hopefully power comes with it. Least confidence this year, it's Trey Turner. I, I just think the guy is lost right now, and I don't know if it's coming back. And I'm also worried about his trend line. You look at Tr- Trey Turner's last four years, he's gone down each year. Yeah, I think he peaked about four years ago. Then he was really good. Then he was good. And then whatever the heck we call this year. So – uh, hopefully next year he's better, but I, I don't have much confidence to trade this season. Who are some options for arms that we could add uh, bullpen-wise, Joe? Yeah, I think there's a lot out there. I mean, every team that's, that is either half in it or out is, is willing to trade a bullpen arm. I mean, the Cardinals are a team. Uh, Gallegos is there. Uh, Helsley, who pitched against the Phillies in the playoffs last year, is a potential. So I, I think there are bullpen arms to get. And it's just a matter of finding the right fit, and, and they could be expensive. So it's a matter of you know getting a guy that's not too expensive, but obviously could help. You know, so I'm chuckling here, John. I'm looking at you, ask that question. I'm thinking, man, you and me. I mean, I'm Mr. Baseball, but we got oh. Ben Davis, Joe Giglio, and James Seltzer with us right now. I know. <laughs> it's a lot right. of baseball. You're right. <laughs> How would you rank them, John? Baseball knowledge. Davis, not- Giglio, Seltzer. Oh, wow. Woo! This is a lot of pressure. I mean, anything other than Ben won. <laughs> yeah, is Ben is the yeah. clear one. I mean, let's be honest. I would hope I'd win that one. <laughs> I don't know. These guys know a lot. Ben, I do think you I win. think you got to throw Fritz in there, too. What do you, if, you, if you were here, you got to throw Fritz him yeah, throw, Fritz would throw himself in. Yeah, 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 that's for sure. yeah. All right, let's go to the phones. Let's go to uh, Eric right now on trade deadline day in Cherry Hill. Good morning, Eric. Hey, how's it going? Going great, Eric. Um. Yeah, so I, I know this isn't a popular opinion, but, yeah, I, I kind of want to see Nola go. Um, every wow. time I see him pitch, it's, it's just like 50-50. Like, this guy is yeah. either great or it's like they showed a stat against the Pirates where, like, the third and fourth inning, he, he gives off, like, a ridiculous amount of runs. And it's like, you know, you're just, like, holding your breath to see, like, if, 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 if he's going to, like, implode or... And, you know, I'm just getting kind of tired of it. Like, I love him, you know, but it's, you know, uh, they're not going to trade him. But, you know, I, I would like to see them try to get something while he's still worth something. Well, it's he makes us a better team in the here and now. He helps us get to the postseason. I this is a this is a really difficult spot for this organization. I, how in the world do they make this decision? I, I Ben, I think what, it's I where think are they leaning? It's on already this? made for them. He's not. He, they don't have anybody to replace him. Yeah, I don't think there's yeah. a decision today. The decision is, you know, November first. Are they going to keep him or not? And how much are they willing to offer him? But I, I don't think they're even thinking about Aaron Nola today. Right, Ben. That's not even. I, I don't not, think it's not they, on the table. I don't right? think they can. Who are you going to call up? Mick Abel from Double A. Yeah, 
who's had an up-and-down year. They just don't have anybody that could fill that void and give them innings. I mean, theoretically, could they trade him out and even, even yes. in a different trade, acquire a starting pitcher, like get a freaking Kyle Gibson? Like, yeah, I'm talking him from last year. Yeah, theoretically, or two years ago, whatever the hell. Like, theoretically. But that's a lot of machinations. I don't think that's all happened in the next nine hours. I would say there's a, a 99% chance he doesn't get traded. Correct. You know, yeah, I, there's just, they don't have anybody else. Yeah, exactly. All right, Eric, you can yeah. win one of two cool prizes today, man. An Eagles jersey with this new Kelly Green, or you can win uh, tickets to see Tim McGraw. Give me a big answer. Who or what marches to the beat of their own drum? Um, yeah, so this this guy, you know, he, he he's like one of the uh, greatest rappers, and then he, uh, you know, he, he was hanging out with Martha Stewart. He, he just does whatever he wants. Uh, you know, Snoop Dogg. Snoop's a good answer. Yeah, great one. Snoop's a really good answer. No question. You know who did, John, back in the day? The punky quarterback. Jim McMahon. Yeah, he was a good uh, one. Ben, I don't know if you heard he this was a story. star. From two weeks ago, Ben, I was talking to Jim McMahon. Goff out and you and I have been two together in mm-hmm. the past. Um, talking to Jim McMahon for ten minutes. I had no idea it was Jim McMahon. <laughs> really? I thought it was some guy named Jim. I'm not making this up. So what were you talking about? Did he not about? have sunglasses on? I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you will hear us in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not and, as uh, simple you know, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. I don't know. I don't remember. Does it, he look that different now? Well, his head was he's shaved. Bald, right? Yeah, he's yeah. bald. Okay. The bald. The bald is what I think threw me off. Right. And he spent. So it was me, him, and Tommy Green, Ben. And he, he spent a tremendous. And by the way, his head seemed great. Meaning, you know, we all worried about the brain. Right. Yeah. Like we had a totally normal conversation. So That's I think he's good. likely better there than at least we perceived. But he spent a tremendous amount of time talking about his infected foot, and he was showing me photographs. And I thought I got some guy named Jim showing me pictures of his foot. He was hobbling around on crutches, and I'm like, oh, this guy Jim's got a you know, bad wheel. He, I bet he was wearing Freaking sunglasses too, right? Because didn't he have something with his eyes where one eye was uh, sensitive? The light. He, he was, always, yeah, the always light. sensitive to the I light. I feel yeah. if he was wearing sunglasses, you would have figured it out quicker, right? I mean. I, I don't know. I, <laughs> I, I really don't remember. Did I, you figure it out end of conversation or here. after was over? During. Oh, during. But <laughs> is that not the worst when you figure out afterwards? Yeah. Like, oh, I, my God. I just I made an ass of myself. But I, I called just... him Mike. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> Mike McMahon. Yeah. All right. Let's talk to uh, – let's go to John right now, Maniac. John, how you been, man? What up, fellas? Great hey, show, John. man. I actually I have so many points because I've uh, the show's been touching so many things. So I'm just going to rapid fire through a lot yep. of this stuff. All right. When the Mets signed Verlander and Scherzer, it reminded me of when the Blackhawks signed Tabes and Kane, and I was like, oh wow, these they're they're going to they're going to really make these guys their 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 team for a while. And then they they already suck and they fire sailed Scherzer out of there. So I actually love the Verlander idea for the Phillies. I think we I think that's a good call. I think the Mets have cash and they need prospects. So. Uh, I have a feeling we could get him by the end of the day. I would love a Verlander. I would love a Dylan Cease. I would love a Duvall. I think Ben was right on with Duvall. Well, Ben's always right on. He's a Malvern guy. But also what he said was great about putting Schwarber seventh. I think the Stotts, the Bones, the dudes with the good averages should be the first four guys. And put all the scary names that aren't producing in the back end of the order. Because even if even if like a Turner is struggling right now, you're not going to tell me that a major league pitcher 
takes his at-bat not very seriously. Like, he's still Trey Turner, and at any moment could pop. So I think you put all those names in the back, so there's the back end of the, the rotation is still scary, and, I mean, not rotation, the back end of the line is still scary, but you have all your best hitters in the front, which is how it should be done. Uh, I think that's a no-brainer. Um, first of all, Aaron Nola, I've been saying this for, for months now, you don't go that deep into the World Series throwing as hard as you possibly can. They only had a five-man rotation. The Houston Astros, they had a six-man rotation that whole year. And that's why you see Framber Valdez bounce back the way he did, because they had more rest. So Aaron Nola is already, he was already one of the guys that took most time on the mound. So you add deep into the playoffs, throwing as hard as you can to try and win the World Series, and then the pitch clock. I think it's clear that's why his velocity is down, and I, and I hate to see his last year here be a disappointing one. So I do think he's going to go somewhere else, because someone else is just going to pay him next to $20, 30000000 that we won't. And that's a, and that's a shame, um, but the show rocks. I think that's all I got. I think that's everything I got. Oh, <laughs> Thank as far you, John. as who, yeah, right, John, who dances their own beat? Yeah, yeah who dances their own beat? I'll tell you what. Um, he's the closest thing we've ever seen to Happy Gilmore, Mister Grip It and Rip It, John Daly. Yeah, oh, yeah, Ooh, that's sure. a good one. That's a very nice. good answer, John. Really good answer. So hey. I I just sent you guys a a picture. If you I'm sorry, John. If you could just for one second check out the text message I sent you. It's a photograph of Jim McMahon. Tell me if you can see how I could have missed this being Jim McMahon. 1,000%. He just looks like a regular dude. But it's hard. It I looks, think so it looks like Jim yeah, McMahon. So I don't know if it's because I know. In the eyes, it does. looks exactly like I, it, Jim like, McMahon. I don't I can't look so. at this and see anything else than Jim McMahon, but I think it might be because I know it's Jim McMahon. Yeah, we just heard the story. Yeah. All right, Ben, what's your ruling on this? I wouldn't have known that's Jim McMahon. Would not right, have? No, go. no, I would not have. Yeah. Now, when was the last time you saw Jim McMahon? I've never seen him before. So, so, like, so as a player, then. Tommy Green. Yeah. Oh, well, as a well, player. No, but that's what I mean. It's been a long time since well, you've sure. seen him. But also, Tommy Green. I mean, i got I got to rip Tommy here. He's like, hey, Joe, this is Jim. Hey, Jim, this is Joe. Oh, he's got to say this so is I Jim So I think McMahon. I'm talking to, you know, some guy named Jim. You are. <laughs> I mean, you were, yeah. So uh, to help you out, both my folks are school teachers, and my dad is, has always been terrible with names. Yeah. And, I mean, he's t- to this day, he calls my brother and myself, he calls me us Bubba, right? <laughs> so he would go through 34 years of teaching. Obviously, he taught a lot of people. Hey, Mr. Davis. Hey, there he is. Hey, what was your name? Uh, John. I know that. What's your last name? So he would get it out of him. He goes, oh, I know that. He's like, oh, John Ritchie. Oh, yeah. That is so good. Oh, yeah. He does, he's, if I had a nickel for every time he's done it, I'd be, oh, my Master. gosh. Oh, I love Unbelievable. It. All right, let's get to, we have two different Twitter poll questions of the day today, both brought to us by Armin Chevrolet of Ardmore. Armin Sizzling Summer Sell Down has arrived, and so has the all-new 2024 Chevy Track starting at only 21995 find new roads at armandchevy.com. All right, the first poll question. Do you think the Phillies will make a significant trade today, yes or no? Before John assesses the way people have been voting today on Twitter, let's all weigh in ourselves. I'll say, again, significant being the word, I will say yes. John, what do you say? I will say yes also. I think Brandon Marsh, and that was significant. Oh, that's significant. Yes. Yeah, they got a starter. James, significant? No. I think they'll get a, a bat who's like a platoon bat and a relief pitcher, but I don't think it'll be. I think it might end up being significant for the team, but in the moment I don't think we'll say it's significant. Like the Sosa trade last year would yeah. not have been something we'd say significant in the day. Right. He but did it, contribute helped, in October. It mattered, yeah. Right. But mm. significant, even with what he did in October, significant would probably be an oversell. I mean, you know, he was just a part-time player. Ben, significant, yes or no? I agree with James. I, I think they'll make a trade, but it won't be significant. Joe? I'll say yes. I think they're going to get someone that's an impactful player, Marsh level in left field. All right, three yeses, two noes. John, John, what do you think the votes came in today on Twitter? 71% say yes. Opposite. 
Like oh, literally, right? Seventy-two wow. percent say no. <laughs> so oh, as the clock no. ticks, people are they're like, "Where's my trade?" What they're they're losing hope on a it's trade. It's Dave Dombrowski. I mean, d- well, don't we expect that a trade will occur? Well, there is ben something to be said for dealing they, Dombo. They like, do. would would you expect? Do you think Adam Duvall's significant significant trade? I, I would put that right underneath significant. Right. Yeah, that's yeah. not quite significant. Yeah, that's why I think Adam Duvall is the type of guy to end up with. By the way, before we get to the next Twitter poll today and that result, Joe, let's play the audio of Rob Thompson. Rob Thompson 3, uh, that's our inside baseball code for <laughs> certain audio. Uh, Rob Thompson talking after last night's game. Certainly there is a possibility they won't make a trade. Now, what else is he going to say when asked if he has enough to win without a trade? But. He said what you'd expect, but he said it with a certain degree of conviction. Here's Rob Thompson on the possibility of no trade. I've said all along, I, I love this group. I love the character. I love the talent that we've got. Uh, if, if we did nothing, I think this team is good enough to win the, the whole thing. Um, and so that's, that's really what I concern myself with. I'm not, I'm not the GM. I'm not the president of baseball operations. I'm, I'm the manager of this ball club. And so whatever we have in here, we go with. And, and I think if we play up to our capability, we're good enough to win. Now, there's really nothing else he's got to say. No. And I will say this. They do have enough to have a chance to win the World Series. Absolutely they do. And, of course, they do. It's basically the same team as last year plus Trey Turner and Taiwan Walker instead of Zach Eflin and Craig Kimbrell instead of, I don't know, whoever the heck was like. I mean, they're eight games above 500, and, and their best players are all underachieving. Right. Every single one of them is underachieving. They've also been a little lucky, though. They've won a lot of one-run games. I mean, their run differential points yeah. to a team that's closer to 500. I, I, Joe, I actually think they are – they could win the World Series if they get in, but if they do nothing today, they could miss the playoffs. That is true. There are seven teams for three spots. I mean, like, if they just stand pat, we could wake up on October 1st and say, had they missed the playoffs by a game? Like, that, that's possible. I think they actually need more help to get there than to win it when they get well, there. Well, especially when all these other teams have made moves. Exactly. I mean, like, almost every team they're competing with has made a move. The Giants, the Cubs, like, the, 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 the all of these teams. Every single all right, one. let me ask this question. Better chance that the Phillies miss the playoffs or get to the National League Championship Series? Right now, I would say miss the playoffs. I agree with I, that. I mean, I hope by 6 p.m. tonight I feel differently because they've acquired someone that makes me feel like, all right, they'll, they'll get over the Guys, hump. we but, might acquire Justin Verlander today. Which, like, which obviously is, would help. I mean, right, right. That would be awesome. <laughs> that would be substantial. Yeah, that's significant. Yeah, that's a, big, that's a big name. That's so good. All right, let's get to the second Twitter poll question today. It is, uh, how do you feel about Doc Rivers? being named to the uh, lead NBA announcing team for this upcoming NBA season. Three choices. A, happy. He's a good announcer. B, irritated. Don't need to hear from that guy anymore. C, don't care. Joe, you're the only person I think that hasn't weighed in on it yet. Where do you stand on Doc? Well, I'm, I'm happy for this perspective. I want to hear Doc unfiltered on Harden and Embiid, assuming Harden's here. In the playoffs next year, he's going to be on the call. Will you get unfiltered? Well, I, you'll get you'll get more than we used to get. You know, we, we got a little bit when he was on the Bill Simmons podcast, what a month ago. Or yeah, but you know what he is. Here's my problem with that, Joe. He he's, wants back in. He's coach that wants back in guy, and he's kissed. I was going to say asses of stars. <laughs> yeah, stars asses. Like he like. Do I think when he's announcing the NBA final? Oh, first off, I don't think James Harden's going to be in the NBA finals. But you get my point. Yeah. Big game. James Harden's there. Do I think he goes hard on Harden? No, because I think he knows, like, uh, 
Yeah, that'll get back to guys. That'll get back to guys. Yeah. Yeah, you could be right on that. And that would be a shame because that, that's what I want to hear. Like, like the stuff mm-hmm. he, he knows about those two guys right. that he never really shared with us. But obviously for a national He was audience, a good announcer. He was very good. I think people forget. It's been a while. Yeah. He's been coaching for so long. I don't so remember oh, ever hearing a game that Doc's done. Oh, he, he was, was awesome. excellent. Steve, he really was. Steve, was Kerr, Steve Kerr was good. Great. Doc was good. Yep. Like, these guys were good. All right, so, Joe, would you say you're happy, irritated, or don't care? Uh, happy. Okay. I want to hear Doc. All right, John, where do, you think, where do you think the votes came in? And let me tell I you this. I think irritated wins this one. Something wins it in a landslide. Which one do you think it yeah, is? Yeah, irritated. B. No. No. Happy? Don't care. Don't <laughs> care. Ben's calling yeah, Ben C. was saying C the whole time. Yeah. Ben's giving me sign language <laughs> C over there. Over Ben's right. Oh, Don't wow. care got 77% wow. of the vote. That's a big number. That shocks That's me. Stunning. I'm shocked. For somebody who was so disliked around here. Especially just to click don't care on a Twitter poll is <laughs> such a, you know, like. What, Extreme what you, apathy. What, what do you even care? Exactly. Well, especially he was know? a Philadelphia sports coach for three years, and he was up until like a month and a half ago. That's just, a, I'm very. I'm, I'm per- surprised. I'm perplexed by this one. Fifteen percent said irritated. Eight percent said happy. I am, I am baffled by that poll. I'm going to be honest. That one's is it possible me. that people have gone so far past irritated that they're just yes. saying that yes. they don't care? Yes, yes. that feels like yeah. the entire Sixers conversation. Yeah, <laughs> the team. You're no, right. That, that yeah. is true. That is true. Yeah. Let's go to Drew right now in Westchester. What's up, Drew? How we doing, folks? Uh, so I, I have a couple, you know, specific like thoughts and like ideas around the trade deadline. But I'll just say broadly first, I think if Dombrowski doesn't make a major move, I think it's really disappointing. Like th- this is what he does. This is what he's hired to do. This is what he's done with done with like every organization he's ever run. So I think if he like sits on his hands today or it's just something super small, I think that's a big disappointment. Well, yeah, yeah. I expect it, something. It would be. Again, to Joe's point, Drew, I mean, there is a chance they miss the playoffs. Look, they could miss the playoffs with a trade. And, and again, Drew, you know, no one even talks about this, but if they suffer a big injury or two, then they're really in trouble. I mean, think yeah. about it like Zach. This is around when Zach Wheeler got hurt last year. Imagine if he missed a month. Imagine if um, Bryson Stott got hurt. Now you'd have a real problem. Yeah. Right, that would be a major issue. A major issue. I think you'd... what's undervalued is his second base play as well. You he's know, been a very good second base. He's player. been outstanding. True. Go ahead, pal. Yeah, I, I just think to I just think to make like any noise in the playoffs, they you know really have to do um, something. And I actually I had a kind of creative idea I wanted to. I just run by you guys, get your uh, get your thoughts. So like I, I follow like a lot of Yankees media just from like having lived in. New York for a while, and a lot of people think they're gonna sell. And you know, there's the pitcher uh, Luis Severino, who's been like horrible, who's been a head case this year. But I feel like he's an interesting kind of like buy low candidate, where you stick him in in the pen of like, okay, you're like seventh inning guy, and try to let Caleb Cotham um, kind of you know work with him and try to figure that out, almost like the role Eflin was playing down the stretch and in the playoffs uh, last year. So I'm just curious on your guys' thoughts there. I think that could be an interesting kind of buy low move that Dombrowski could look into. Yeah, Drew, his stuff's still there. I mean, he throws – he still has his fastball. He's just been – I mean, his ERA in July was like 10. A disaster. I, he got blown up and on Sunday night. he's also like an all-time can't-stay-healthy guy, too. Yeah. Yes. But for two months, if they're giving him yeah, away – Yeah, as a bullpen Sure. Piece? Yeah. I would take it, Drew. 
Yeah, I just feel like maybe you can get like him and like a Harrison Bader combo or something, and then there's your righty bat in the, in the outfield who plays like pretty good defense and can run a little bit. And since they're both like rentals, I don't think it's going to cost you like a like, like a ton, especially just with how bad Severino's been. But I think with like Cotham working with them, maybe he, he I think he could be redeemable in the pen. Well, the one thing that's interesting is Dombrowski did the one-stop shopping last year with the Angels. I, mean, I know it was multiple trades. Two trades, yeah. But one. it wouldn't shock me if he does that again. He trades for a lever and a bat from the same team. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. and I just think well, he did it with I, Texas I, the year before, yeah. too, with Gibson and Kennedy. Mm-hmm. Yep. Well, yeah, and, and I just, Ian Kennedy, I remember that? I, <laughs> I tried I to forget not. it. Thanks for bringing it back up. Who were those guys they got, James, three years ago? All those pitchers? <laughs> oh, well, the year they, they had no well, bullpen? Had Brandon Workman. Brandon Workman, Heath Hembry. They all stuck. Oh. Heath Hembry gave up a home run every He might he be the worst <laughs> Phillies pitcher I've ever seen awful. in my life. It was yeah. not ideal. <laughs> remember they had the worst bullpen in baseball and then added guys, and then they had a worse bullpen yeah. than <laughs> the worst bullpen in baseball? All right, Drew, two really cool prizes today. Who marches to the beat of their own drum? All right, I'm going to give you an answer with a uh, some uh, Philly sports uh, connection a little bit. Uh, Ricky Williams marched to the beat of his own drum. He did. Yeah, he he did. sure did. Yes, he did. All right, good good answer right there, Ricky Williams. You know, he it's funny because he had a strange career, and obviously it didn't get off to a good start, but he did crank it up for two or three years. I think he had like an 1,800 in he there did. Yeah, He did. I he think had he an finished with the Dolphins. With the Dolphins. He finished with over 10,000 career yeah, rushing yards. he had a good career. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Which people, like, based on the ups and downs, yeah. you're like, that never happened. John, yeah, he did good. nothing with the – or little with the Saints. He got to the Dolphins and for a couple of years was really good. I did not remember that. 10,000 yards, you said? Yeah. Wow. Well, I know he, he had an 1,800-plus season. I know he did, yeah. Yeah, I'm pulling it up right wow. now. Ricky Williams. So here's the deal. He's drafted, obviously, by the Saints. We know the deal, 99. Plays there for three years. Two of the three years, he's over 1,000. His first year with Miami in 2002, 1,853 yards. Yeah. Yeah. He followed that up with a 1,372. That's incredible. Yeah. I did. I, I felt like Ricky Williams was a bust. <laughs> he finished. Well, when a team trades their whole draft for yeah. you. Right. You know, like, right. like Mike Ditka trading the whole draft. Changes, right. your, changes the perspective on it and your expectations. He finished with 10,009 yards. Wow. Pretty amazing, man. Yeah. That's pretty. Really that's, solid. That's pretty incredible. Yeah. Hey, uh, Times Yours is up ahead. A lot more phone calls as well as we roll till 10. When I say we, that's the collection of this show. But then Joe and Hughes show till 2. And then, of course, 2 to 6, uh, John and Ike, all the shows here today, the next, uh, well, many hours up ahead till 6 o'clock, right on through the trade deadline, all from McGurk's on 94 WIP. Hey, let me tell you about PI Dental Center, and we are very close to PI Dental Center. We're in, Fort, we're in uh, Horsham right now, but Fort Washington, the home base for PI Dental Center, they've got decades of experience in complex dental treatment, uh, and you can be a patient of PI Dental, much like I have been now uh, for two decades. Dr. Glenn Wolfinger and Dr. Robert Slough, Sensational at what they do. Board-certified prosthodontists, they specialize in the restoration and replacement of teeth. They're also the originators of the teeth in a day, revolutionary treatment that delivers fixed teeth and implants placed for a dramatic transformation in just one day. And they're great people, by the way. group of them were here earlier today in the 6 o'clock hour before heading off to work. Get yourself to PI Dental Center. If you, if you need help with your teeth, maybe you need a big fix, an issue from childhood, maybe a more recent issue, an accident, a fall of some sort, a car accident, PI Dental Center can really help you. Go to the website, PIDentalCenter.com. Visit PIDentalCenter.com to request your new patient evaluation.